Dear friends, good morning. It's a pleasure for me to come back here, uh, my home. I call this my home because this is a place where I've learned to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. This is a place where I've been trained to go out on the peripheries to spread the good news of our Lord Jesus Christ. So it's a good opportunity that God has given me to come back uh, this time to say thank you. Thank you for training me to be a priest. So thank you so much. Uh, dear friends, today as we gather around the table of the Lord, the message in, in the gospel and in, in the readings, the, the Lord Jesus Christ is calling upon you and I to first see the grace of God at work. To pause and see the grace of God at work that we may carry out the mission of Jesus Christ with joy. That we may carry out the gospel, the evangelization, the message of Jesus Christ with joy. And dear friends, in the gospel today, we all call to be missionaries. Each one here is called to be a missionary. A disciple of Jesus Christ is a missionary by virtue of our baptism, by virtue of the sacrament of, of confirmation. We all sent out to be missionaries, witnesses of Jesus Christ and the love of God to all people, to be uh, the witnesses of light, to be witnesses of the culture of life because we are disciples of Jesus Christ. So today the Lord reminds us, reminds you and I that we are all missionaries of Jesus Christ. And the message is very simple. The message is, eat what is said before you, Cure the sick and say to them, the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of, of God is, is at hand for you. Hear very well. I repeat this message. The message is very simple. Eat what is said before you. And I'm sure everyone can do that. And I thank my mom because I was born with a missionary stomach. Wherever I go, I eat whatever is given to me. So... Eat what is said before you. This is the first package of the message of Jesus Christ. Precisely maybe because Jesus was sending out disciples who were Jews. Sending them to all the world. And for them, food was a stumbling block to spreading the message of Jesus Christ. Because in the law, they were not allowed to eat some food. But now Jesus is sending them, go and eat what is said before you that you may have the joy to spread the gospel to all the people, to all the nations, and then cure the sick. Jesus is sending them to a world paralyzed by evil, by illness, by Satan, and then say to them, the kingdom of God is at hand. He's sending them out to be the witnesses of the joyful, mis the joyful message of our Lord Jesus Christ. The message of redemption. And dear friends, today the Lord sends you out to be a witness in joy. To explode with joy to all, like we've heard in the psalm. Let all the earth cry out with joy. Let all the earth cry out with joy. It is you and I sent out with our, by Jesus Christ to go and be witnesses of this gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. But dear friends, one of the biggest obstacles to witnessing Jesus Christ in the world 
is sometimes we're not always aware that the grace of God is at work. Sometimes we're not always aware that the grace of God is at work, that God is in charge, that God is in charge of this world, that God is in charge of this country, that God is in charge of your family, that God is in charge of my life, of your life, despite what may be happening in our lives. So God is in charge. And today God wants us to know that God is in charge. Though sometimes we're not aware that he is in charge, but he is. And because sometimes we're not aware that God is in charge, because sometimes we don't take a moment to watch him act, to watch him, to watch his grace at work in creation, sometimes our hearts are paralyzed by sin. Our hearts can be paralyzed by evil around us, by evil in the world. And then our hearts are deprived of this joy that we cannot go out freely in freedom to explode with joy because of the evil we see around us. And this can be a great obstacle. I remember when I was ordained and sent out to a mission parish down in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, I'm from America, six years. And now here I am in this parish. And everything looked upside down for me. And I was always wondering, what's wrong with these people? I was, I was sometimes tempted to pray like James and John in, in Mark 9. When they asked Jesus, hey, Lord, should we call fire to burn down these people? And the Lord says, calm down, calm down. And I, as I was thinking about my mission, it was quite tough in the beginning. Then I was looking at the crucifix of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying. And then I heard these words in my heart. Have you seen the grace of God at work in these people? Have you taken time to watch what the Lord is doing? And I started to pay attention, to pay attention to what God was doing. I took about a month just to watch what is God doing among his people? What is God doing in these gentle souls? And after that, my mission changed around. The rest of my mission was smooth and jolly. All I needed is to first watch and see what God is doing in these people. That I may have the courage to go out in joy, knowing that God is in charge. It's not me. It is God who is in charge. It is God who is doing this wonderful work among them. And dear friends, you and I know and see that the world is going crazy. Every day we see this in the news and everywhere. We encounter this. We see society almost going off the cliff. And we all know this as Christians today. And sometimes we know the church is not any better. And sometimes we know that even we, the people of God, sometimes are not living up to that holiness God has desired for us. Because we know we encounter temptations. We encounter sin. We always fight our vices. And sometimes we'll be tempted to lose the sight of God's grace in our life. That God is in charge. But dear friends, today the word of God reminds us that our first duty as Christians today is to open our hearts, to open our eyes wide and first see 
watch how is, how is God acting in my life? How is God acting in my family? How is God acting in the world today? In the psalm we have heard today, which comes from Psalm uh, 66, especially verses 5, says, Come and see the works of God. His tremendous deeds among the children of Adam. His tremendous deeds among the children of Adam. And dear friends, we know that the children of Adam are sinners who are redeemed. We are sinners who are redeemed. Our hope is in the holy cross of our Lord Jesus Christ because Jesus has died for us. Though we are sinners, children of Adam, we have hope in Jesus Christ, in the gospel of Jesus Christ. But also the children of Adam are a mixture, a mixture of wheat and weed, as we read in the gospel of St. Matthew chapter 13, verses 20 and beyond. The church is also a mixture of wheat and weed, and when this guy wants to uproot weed, Jesus says, no, wait until the end. Wait until the end. They should grow together because in the end, God will have a solution. God will have an answer. God is in charge. For now, leave them to grow together. This is the children of Adam. And dear friends, we are called to first watch and see the tremendous deeds God is doing among us, in us, in my life, in your life, in our families, in our country, in society today. And in the first reading, which comes from the book of Isaiah, chapter 66, especially verse 14, God says, when you see this, your heart shall rejoice. When you see this, your heart shall rejoice. When we take a moment, to first watch closely how God's grace is at work, our hearts explode with joy. When we take a moment to observe how the grace of God is more powerful than death, how the grace of God is even more powerful than our sins, how the grace of God is more powerful than all our weaknesses and brokenness, then our hearts are given the opportunity to explode with joy. When you see this, your heart shall rejoice. Because when we see, when we allow our hearts to see, our hearts fall in love. Our hearts fall in love. And when a human heart falls in love, then our desires cease. Because now we are consumed with the will of God. When our hearts fall in love, our hearts are unshakable. Our hearts are unshakable by anything not even by sin and weakness, not even by chaos in the world, not even by the presence of Satan in the world. The disciples are sent out to preach to all the nations where there is the presence of Satan, but they're not shaken because they're in love with Jesus Christ. Their hearts are in love with Jesus Christ because they know God is in charge. They go out to explode with joy because they know God is in charge. And when our hearts are in love with Jesus Christ, our hearts are not shakable, even with the culture of death, because we know God will win. Because we know God will win. As the book of the Revelation tells us, Satan knows that he has a short time. Satan knows his time is short, Revelation 12, 12. 
He knows his time is short. In the end, God wins. In the end, God wins. So our duty is just to observe how is God at work that our hearts may explode with joy. We may have courage to carry, out, to carry on the message of our Lord Jesus Christ. That when we see God at work, our hearts explode with joy. Because joy is the fuel of mission. Joy is the fuel of mission. Without holy joy, we're not free to go out, to go out in the world deformed by sin, to go out and be witnesses. But when we have the joy that God is in charge and this God is working in my life, God is at work in the world, we are free to go out and explode with joy to give witness to the mission of Jesus Christ. Dear friends, also we ought to remember that the end or the goal of the Christian mission is to have our names written in the kingdom of God. To have our names written in the kingdom of God. And what does this mean? This means to fall deeper and deeper in love with Jesus Christ. To work for the salvation of our souls and to labor for the salvation of others. And all our prayers here, our participation in this sacrifice of the Mass is for our good, but also for the good of others. Because the sacrifice of Mass is not only said for Catholics, for Christians, doesn't only benefit Christians, it's for all God's people. Because through us, God can bless the entire world. Through our faithfulness to the mission of Jesus Christ, God saves other people. Through our participation in this Mass, when we come and we're faithful to Jesus Christ in this Mass, God can carry out His mission to all the people, those we shall meet in this life and those we shall not miss in this life. And dear friends, this mission begins here and now in the Eucharist. When we receive our Lord Jesus Christ, when we become one body, Jesus Christ, and one body with the entire church, God carries out his mission to all the parts of the world. And in this Eucharist, as light as wind, we know there is all the promises of God because God has promised eternal life. God has promised resurrection of the body. In this Eucharist that we receive, in this Eucharist, the mission of Jesus Christ begins that by our mere presence in the world, because we receive Jesus Christ, Jesus still acts in the world by our mere presence. In the places of our work, wherever we go, we know Jesus is present because we accept to be faithful. We accept to receive him in humility and in faith, in love. So, dear friends, do not be troubled by what is going on in the world today. Because God is in charge. Just be his agent. Just be his witness. Just receive him and go out with joy that God in the end will have to win. In the end, God is winner. Dear friend, your heart is created for that joy. Do not allow the world to deprive you of that joy. Because God has died that you may have joy. Do not allow anything anything deprive you of your joy because our joy is in Jesus Christ and in the end he is the winner. God be with you.